Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash the neuronerds and browse the massive selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash the narrow nerd. Special emotional connection, energy, brain rehabilitation through energy, love, care, connection. That's what this episode's about. Joe talks to Tobias Tubbs. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. About, I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. And I always say this when I have a guest on the show, but this is a very special episode. It's actually a lot more personal to me than it is any normal episode. Not that anybody else has been on the show isn't special, but this is this is like uh, um, a strange, almost life changing event that happened that brought this man into my life. I want to introduce to everybody, Mr. Tobias Tubbs. Hey, my name's Tobias Tubbs, and I am present <laughs> and excited. <laughs> I like that. You know, like when you're in, in elementary school and they're like, yeah. yeah, say if you're here." Some people say "here," some people are like "present." Yeah, present. <laughs> So mindful to, so tobias i met tobias tobias is one of um stella my vicious animal mm. uh he's one of stella's trainers yes and we met and it's it's interesting circumstances yes. how we met you yes. know and yes. and we met in a very strange place yes and now we're here in that not strange place come on bro and if you want to um I, I guess elaborate a little bit more on how you came to be one of stella's trainers oh well um uh... Real quickly, in 1991, I was sentenced to a, a juvenile death sentence uh, under the guise of what they call the super predator narrative, in which they claimed at that point that uh, African-American males, brown and black and brown males, were suffering from the atavistic gene, which means that we was prone to criminal activity and nothing but death and incarceration was our lot. So without even ever shooting a gun at a person, brother, or being in a fight my entire life, I was sentenced to death. Uh, so I dedicated my life literally, literally to love, bro. 
and seeking to do the best of the situation. That got me to Lancaster, in which I had the opportunity to go into a Pulse for Life. Amazing organization. Oh, bro. Uh, so with Pulse for Life, uh, you had various men with various skill sets and training dogs. But being that uh, I was really known to uh, to be very like empathic, mm-hmm. uh, having a deep seat uh, feeling with people, right. but I understood that throughout my life I had that same kind of connection with plants and, and stars and, and uh, also uh, animals. Right. And uh, I guess the the management of Pause for Life was like Tobias, you need to be over the special care unit. And for the dogs that come in that are traumatized, you know, some with a brain injury, some oh, wow. uh, that have been abused, I used to love them uh, back into uh, proper health. So then we extended our, our, our program into care dogs and service dogs. So Stella, Stella Blue was my first care dog. And she was the first program care dog. So it was really exper- experimentation. How would me and Stella connect on such uh, intimate levels that she would be so aware of my every need, me being you? So I had to learn as much about you as possible and connect to your spirit. And uh, that's what I believe I've done. And, and Stella, she, she complimented me that uh, every day with her, uh, you know, meditations, breathing. Uh, so we got very close. It's amazing that you mentioned meditation because yes. Lisa and I meditate every morning. Right. right and right. Stella actually meditates with us most, most mornings. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll call her up on the bed and she'll yes. literally just like lay down between us and she'll just go on her back, paws up in the air, and she'll kind of like set her intentions uh, for the day, just like we do. Yes. You know, yes. it's, it's very yes. peaceful. It's, yes. very, yes. it, it's amazing. So I am. So you mentioned a little bit empathic. You're almost like an X Man. You're like a superhero. Uh, yeah, so we'll get when, to that. When we, when we first met, Yes, when we first met, like I and I, I mean this in in wholeheartedly. I've never felt closer to somebody that I just met. That's instantly, right, bro. You know, and it was strange. It was Estella's graduation. Yeah, and we went in there, and I remember like there's little spots because my mind was still a little fuzzy yeah. because it took about a, a full year before I was fully not. I'm still not 100 percent there, right. but before I was more right. coherent. And I remember that that morning, Felice was like, "Joe, shave your head." You know, there yeah, might be right. cameras yeah, right, stuff there. I was right, like, "No, it's right, fine." Right. Uh, there were cameras there, yeah, right, and now right, there's a picture right. of me looking crazy, bald, and weird. Um, but I, I remember running into you, and I was just like, "Oh, I feel like I, I know this." Dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I know this. Dude. Oh, we, we talked for a few minutes, oh, but we immediately bonded. And I thought that was beautiful. There's something about your aura that oh, like just vibes with mine, and and I thought I thought it was amazing. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this for one: when you're seeking to uh, connect with a care dog and a dog that's going to give any form of care. You try to get most in the emotional space of the person in which, you know, and I believe that we're actually spiritual beings going through earthly experience. Mm. So we're not limited by our physicality. Right. So although my body was in prison, but my spirit was not incarcerated. Right. So I was able to, to connect with you on very spiritual and deep, uh, in, in, in emotional levels, but what was getting in my way, I actually thought you was a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had to even ask myself, would I give any less to Stella to care for you as a veteran as I would for a person who might, who wasn't a veteran, who was going abroad, having to participate in every form of 
you know, warfare, which gets brutal and ugly. Right. You know, and so especially coming from an Islamic background and faith, uh, that's when I knew my love was pure and exact and true because whoever you was, you deserved care. And our veterans deserved care. So uh, what happened was uh, my mother calls me Joseph. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when I heard your name was Joseph, I was like, man, how many more signs do I need? And my wife who who passed, her name is Stella Star. Stop. No. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm saving it. It's, it's a lot for us to talk about. But, yeah, so, you know, you remember, I didn't name Stella. Right. So when they gave it to us, so I'm going through all this. You know, my wife died from broken heart with end up cancer. Right. Two forms, a uterus and a breast cancer. Wow. So uh, about time I met Stella uh, Blue, it's been almost like 20 years, and I knew I was possibly getting close to release. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to honor her life and all the investments she made in me. So when they gave me Stella... Uh, uh, our beautiful uh, canine friend here. Uh, it was a very special place. And then Joseph, it was like a confirmation. Right. Because you know the story of Joseph. Joseph, you know, he's beat up by his brothers, manipulated by his older brothers or big brother. And then he goes into slavery and he, he beats slavery. He goes into the system, incarceration, becomes a star, and he leverages his freedom with the governor or the malik or the king. It's my exact story. That's <laughs> so now I sit here with you, Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah, it's real it, talk. It, it's almost po it's poetic. Yes, it's it, poetic. It's crazy bro. how yes. everything just kind of worked out. It, yes. it, it really is. Yes. And I remember one of the first things you said. You showed me. Um, I think it was my name yes. written in Arabic. Yes, and I was blown away. I was yes. like. Yeah, wow, yeah. I barely write English. Right, 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 <laughs> I, right, right. I, I thought right. it was amazing. I remember um, most of the conversation on the ride home was talking about you. I was like, man, Tobias is like phenomenal. Right, thank like, you, Like this dude brother. is, thank is you, amazing. Brother. And what's really funny, and it's not funny, it's just strange. On the ride home, I was like, man, like I would love to get to know this dude. You know what I mean? And I was right. like, I don't really know what process that would be. Right, like, right. Like pen pals. Right, or something. So I feel right. Like I don't really know how that works. But I always felt that you and I would end up becoming closer just at some point. I didn't know how, I didn't know when, and look at what we're doing uh, brother, today. Brother, brother, I wouldn't miss it for the world. For one, if you look at the word Joseph, and Joseph is a very powerful name, especially if you look at it in a biblical sense. Mm -hmm. And you know that, you know, Christianity in one form or another is, is so deep within the social religious fabrics of this country. So right. let's look at it spiritually. Uh, Joseph in Hebrew is Yahweh self. Mm -hmm. And Yahweh self means Yahweh representing God or the divine force, Seth is building them, fattening them, strengthening them, emboldening them, and empowering them. Yahweh, Seth, Joseph. So anytime that a Joseph appears, you're being strengthened, empowered, fattened, and emboldened. So I drew that into myself and my spirit. So the same thing with the Arabic Yusuf. Yusuf has the same inside of the letters. It means the same thing. You're being strengthened and emboldened and empowered. So whether I write it in Hebrew or Arabic, whether I tell you from the Quran or the Bible, Joseph is the medium, the link, the bridge between our religious path. How amazing is that? I actually feel like I'm that for my community because mm. I want to strengthen the people yes. in my Come community because I understand how weak you feel. I understand on, how isolating on. it is. Come on, bro. And I also understand how powerful all of these people are. 
Come I mean, on, like, it, me in particular, like my my community, like I can only go for like I came this close to like not being here because my brain tried to kill me. Just come on, spit. It takes some power to come back bro, from that. Bro, so bro. there is an mm. entire community of strong people that don't know how strong they are, and I want to be. I want to help them see their maximum potential to see to show them, hey, you guys aren't it. alone, and no. you guys aren't broken. You guys are battered and bruised, but you're never broken. broken. That's you know? right. So That's I, right. I, I love that. I love the way that feels. And that's why I mess with you, <laughs> Tobias. So I, you know, Stella to me, Uh-oh. I I don't know where I would be without her. I I don't. I had um. I had my incident at the hospital that there there was. The, the incident I actually did a podcast uh, about it and there's like a bunch of stuff going on, like really good stuff. We made enough noise that right. there's some traction and there's some stuff happening. But I, I talked about my story, the incident that caused the PTSD. Right. Now coming back from a brain injury, what you need is sleep. Right. <laughs> and now I was afraid to go to sleep because every time I go to sleep five, six nights a week, I'm having night terrors. Now for those who don't understand what a night terror is, it's not a nightmare. Right. It's not a bad dream. Right. It's, it's horrific. It's right. something I absolutely would wish on a worse night. Right, 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 it's right. It's really, right, really right. bad. So I, I was suffering and I was afraid to sleep. So your brain can't heal if you're not sleeping. So that's where Stella came in. She helped bring back a huge chunk of my life, which is half of our life we spent. Wait, how was a third of our life yes. we spent asleep? Yes, she she yeah. gave she gave that back to me, you know, right, and, and right, in right. turn you gave that back to me because of what what how oh, you trained her. Bro, bro. What what's amazing is she was mm. trained to when I'm having one of my my issues one of my moments you know one of my little freakouts. she won't leave me alone until i'm calm yeah. now what she started to do is three four in the morning when these things would hit she'd jump on top of me she would hit me right. with her nose she hit me with her right she's got some big ass paws yeah right, she right, would, right and she wouldn't leave me alone until i was calm that's right which is great about a month and a half two months later right around there she started catching them before they happened Mm. now that blew me away so apparently they pick up on your pheromones yes and like she would catch these freakouts beforehand so it'd be around three four o'clock in the morning and she's nudging me and she's like hitting me and i wake up to this hot dog breath on my face i'm like what's going on i'm like why like what 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 are you doing i'm taking a step back i'm like oh i'm about to freak out come on i'm about to lose it so Ever since then, ever since she started catching them before they happened, I'm now basically night terror free for going on almost two years, year and a half, something like that. So, and it's again, sleep is a peaceful thing. It's closing out a day. It's getting ready to start fresh, start anew. I was, I, I feared sleep. She gave that back to me, and in turn, you gave that back to me. I can't uh-huh. be more appreciative. Uh, Joseph, uh, on a on another note, whether it's deeper or not, the process in which uh, or experience which me and Stella went through, just imagine, if you will, that you could just release yourself from your body and release Stella from her body. Then who is Stella right. at that point? She's information. She is energy. Uh, she is divine, no less than us. So, yes, the pheromones, she can smell those on the electromagnetic spectrum of energy. But she may be sensing something even greater than that. Right. Because she's actually greater than that. So when me and Stella went on our path together, we used to cycle spiritually travel into different realms and dimensions together. So when we come back here, like, for instance, my, uh, my doctor told me to lay off the mayonnaise because my bad cholesterol was high. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I touched the mayonnaise container, she would go to the door. And I would look, oh, Stella, what are you doing? And she would actually just go to the door and turn her back to me. 
And she know I'm a whore for attention. I'm like, Stella, why are you turning your back to me and putting your hair down? Literally, so then I'll put the, uh, the, the mayonnaise back. And then, bro, she would literally come back to me. I said, okay, I'm having anxiety. I know I shouldn't be eating this mayonnaise. But I said, maybe it's something deeper on a spiritual level, an emotional level that she understands and me and her has become that connected. Another thing which really allowed me to understand that guys would be waiting on the yard for me. Mm-hmm. Now, how would she even know this? Right. And she'll get the scratching on the door. I know her patterns. I know she doesn't have to use the restroom. The building's not on fire. What's wrong with you? Brother, every time, every time I go, there was somebody outside waiting for me. Right. Come on, bro. No, so even if she was smelling my pheromones, the changes of my chemicals and emotions, because I'm having anxiety, I shouldn't be eating all this mayonnaise. But for her to know people was waiting for me outside, right. that's a higher sense of consciousness in being. So when you tell uh, me of this marvelous being, uh, Stella Blue, that I know that we uh, are connected really? by something special. No, really, yeah. really. It, it's, it, it blows my mind. You know, it, it's who'd have thunk it? Mm. You know, our Patreon donation spotlight is brain aneurysm survivor Amelia Clark's new nonprofit, sameyou.org. Their mission is to create immediate post-acute rehabilitation for young adults who have suffered a brain injury or stroke. A portion of our Patreon proceeds will go towards this amazing nonprofit. Sign up to support us at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Hashtag the neuro nerds give back. So you spent the majority of your early adulthood yes. incarcerated. Yeah. Uh, I went in 20, they say 25. You have the, I guess, the neural uh, capacity mm-hmm. to have an adult brain. I tell people just because I have an adult brain doesn't mean I've cultivated an adult mind. Right, right, right. Right, because right, it takes that strengthening, that building mm-hmm. of those neural networks to become an adult brain. Right. So 25, and then uh, I just got out nine months ago. So I spent the first maybe 20 years of my adulthood in some of the worst and most uh, inhumane places. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Now, that makes being here, this moment, that much sweeter, that much more special. Bro, when, uh, you know, your wife, my sister, is texting me, talking about she's late, and uh, for various reasons. Brother, I'm laughing the whole time. They told me, you're early. You know, I've waited, you know, years to even see you. Right. Brother, not minutes. You know, just imagine that. Yeah. Just imagine to have people who say, I love you, and you are friends, and we invite you into our family. Your your picture is up on the wall. Brother, my family lived in South Carolina. Right. So when you come to those events, y'all were my family. Family, they say that friends are the family that you choose. Absolutely. And I really believe that. So uh, my response to her every time was excited and awaiting. Mm-hmm. And she texts me 30 minutes more, the same response, <laughs> excited and awaiting. You know, you're, bro, you're absolutely on. family that's been chosen. But there wasn't, it's not even a choice. It just yeah. is what it is. You know, what yeah, I mean? there's bro. like some people that you were meant to be in contact with. And I actually believe you're one of those people because of that first moment that we met. Mm. Big smile, big hug. I got to yes, tell you, Tobias, yes, my friend, you're yes. one of the best huggers oh, I've ever met in my life. Oh, bro. Yesterday, just, just real quick, this week at Housing Worth, it's, it's an art, art, art gallery for people who uh, don't know what it is. Global art mm-hmm. gallery. They claim to be the largest in the world. And so, you know, I'm on a panel, and these panels, you know, you have really, like, heavyweights upon these panels. No one knows young old uh, Tobias. And so I told him how revolutionary a smile is in prison. Right. Because the guards used to ask me, I'm not going to use profanity, but what the f- are you smiling at? 
Right. Then I'm looking like, what is so dangerous about a smile? But a smile releases endorphins in the brain. Mm -hmm. And the person who you're smiling at is so powerful, it releases something in them, even if they don't want to acknowledge it. Right. So for years, I just started smiling. And I started to revolutionize moving inside the prison, just smiling. Right. And then when I learned the power of a hug, and 90% of the men that I was dealing with didn't have fathers. 99% didn't have fathers who hugged them and tell them that they loved them. Right. So anytime I'm able to be on panels or to speak or to be around people, I greet you with a smile, bro. And I like to give that 21-second hug. Out here, it's kind of awkward because people are not used to that 21 seconds. It, it, it's strange. It's yeah. strange because you, you're not used to that physical contact. I myself, yeah. I wasn't raised, right, I was raised right. by all women. Right, you know? So right, like I, right, I have... Right. The feminine hugs, right. but like being around other dudes yeah. it was always weird to me. <laughs> Just imagine being in prison. Well, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and and yeah. you know when you're around, uh, yeah. like I'm 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 an athlete. You know, like I, yeah. I'm, I'm on teams. I'm, yeah. I play a lot of sports, so yeah. Yeah. you're a dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. a lot of times a big smile and hug, it's weakness. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you, bro. I, I hate that stigma, brother. Like, Just I, imagine I that, that in prison. So what? What's yeah, unfortunate is. The, the officer saying, what are you smiling at? Come on. Yeah, that's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Like, how go, miserable bro. are you that Come you on. can't stand another human being smiling? smiling. You know? There's nothing harmful on, about a smile. Brother. There isn't. Brother. Especially yours, my friend. Oh, thank you, brother. It took me <laughs> years to even uh, be comfortable with myself to smile. Right. You know, a certain we we incarcerate ourselves in these attitude, uh, attitudes. Oh, my lips was too big, brother. I had a chapped tooth. And all these things are reason why I wouldn't smile. Right. You know, so once I freed myself, I tell people often, I was physically free, uh, well, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally free years, probably a decade before my physical body right. uh, caught up. And I tell people, you might be incarcerated, but you don't have to be in prison. Right, absolutely. Imprisonment is self-inflicted. Right. Incarceration, you know, it happens. So I ask for uh, the smiling brother uh, and the hugging. Uh, like you said, brother, you got on uh, like a pink shirt today and pink socks with bananas on them, uh, bro, because I'm alive. And I have the choice to wear what I want to wear. For right. 30 years of my life, I was in bland colors for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, brother, colors are energy. Right. Each color comes from black hole energy. Since you asked what kind of nerd am I? Oh, brother, they used to call me all kind of nerds in prison. But just imagine that, bro. Just sit there. The radiation from a black hole is creating colors. And pink is a part of that electromagnetic frequency. And it's informational because, right. you know, energy is informational and information is energetic. I got to tell you, pink's my favorite color uh, by bro, I see far. It. I see the shirt shoes. So we, we just talked about, um, you know, choosing family. Yes. Like the chosen family, like that, those are your friends. You get to yeah. choose though. Family is given to you. You have no right. choice. No, it does not right. that it doesn't mean the same. Your family, you love them no matter right. what. Right. But it's your friends that become your true family because you actually made that choice. It's almost yeah. the same thing with like your clothing. You were yeah. given those clothes to wear. Oh, bro. They kept me warm. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they like I wore them. I was yeah. clothed. Yes. But now you're actually wearing stuff that you want to wear. Oh, like, brother. That, that, that's powerful. And to have the power of choice and not care how people feel about it. Right. No, I, you know what? <laughs> Once I hit a point where yeah. I stopped caring what most people think, yeah. it's a, it's amazing. It's also yeah. sometimes it's astonishing how many fucks I don't yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, those yeah. are the days that's like, it's yeah, just a good yeah, day. Yeah, because like, yeah, I can't yeah. control other people and I, I don't care. Not in a bad way. I don't Bro. care what they think. I don't care what they say. All I can do is react to like what they say and what they do. Right. And I, right. I, they live their life. I'm living right, mine. Right, you know? right, they, they're right. not going to stop my, uh, um, Forward progress. Right, right, right. It's, it's something too, because when uh in some of the pictures, some of the guys that uh house and worth seen the pictures, 
And when they seen me, they even had a name for what I was doing, right? They said, yeah, that clash design. Is have you have different designs inside your, your clothes pattern that's right. actually clashing, you know? So when they were saying that, it was just like, you notice a child, if you just laugh, ask a, just a child, just pick their clothes, they just pick what they want to wear. it's outlandish. Bro, they might have two left socks, you know, <laughs> any color. And uh, that's how often uh, I feel that uh, whatever I feel, bro, right. I'm going to move in that. And, and, that's, be, and, and, and be free. Cool, and, you actually have the opportunity to do that now. The opportunity. And that, and that brings me so much joy. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you were in these dark places, mm-hmm. did you ever, ever think that, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be here. This is just a moment in time. Like, I'm going to get to that other side. Mm-hmm. Well, bro, you said something about uh, night terrors. Mm-hmm. And uh, just imagine when you can't tell the difference between sleeping and reality in your dreams or your night states or your dream states or your imagination states, it's just as real it's a as what you, thank you. And I've lived like that. I was, I went so far inside of myself in my head and my imagination. I couldn't tell which dimension I was in right. uh, half the time. And yeah. I was starting to feel, I can feel, I can eat. I'm living like three or four lives in four or five different dimensions. Right. I escaped my physical reality, which was Death Valley. Right. The place where me and your I, wife went. A I, place I, called Killer Patrick. Set, oh, yeah. That was an experience. Brother, 130 degree weather. No fans. She drank the water and almost gagged. I said, drink it. <laughs> Taste it. I've tasted it for decades. So when you ask me uh, how it is uh, uh, now. Right. To be able to uh, to move and to feel and experience, uh, bro, it's it's really phenomenal in this regard. That I knew deep right. inside of myself. I'm talking. About, remember, I turned myself in. Mm-hmm. My mother gave me the choice. I'm in South Carolina. She said, "Son, if you did it, run." Right. Come on, think about that. But if you didn't do it. We will help you, but the decision is yours. Right. I made a decision to turn myself in because I know I did not harm the people. Yes, I played a role, but when it came to constantly knowing these people was going to be harmed and the level they was going to be harmed, I knew. Did I know it was going to take me almost 30 years to get out of prison? No. Did I know the circumstances and situations, vicissitudes that was going to come about for it to happen? No. But I know I was going to step to the plate. I was going to enter that. So the darkest times and Brother, you're talking about being an empath for what people call empathic. The burden of that is you take on people's pains. Right. You take on people's traumas. Right. And being in a place where suicide is up. Being on a place with deep mental illness, bro. That right there, that is what consumed me. It must have been so loud. I see oh, it all the time. Man. So um, I get overstimulated. I, you know, I get overwhelmed. Just waking up and walking my dog is too much sometimes. I always refer to everything as noise. Come on, bro. You know? So it, it, it can be silent. But if there's even open spaces to Come me, on. it's a lot of noise. Come on, bro. You know? So just being in that spot, it must have been so oh, loud. Brother, brother, brother. For one, I didn't even know I was claustrophobic. Right. And two, I almost gave myself to it, and the cell was crumbling like a can upon me, bro. And I was like, how in the hell am I in prison and I'm actually claustrophobic? Right. You know, uh, I don't really or I didn't really like people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, feel hey, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that in my soul. <laughs> oh, you feel me, bro? So uh, 
and, and, and that, the main point was that I had a speech impediment when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And I used to stutter bad. So being that I had a speech impediment, I would used to have to just hours of just being quiet. Right. Because I didn't have the rhythm of a conversation. Oh, okay. The same way me and you're going back, you toss and I toss it back, toss. It was none of that. By right. the time I get a chance to uh, 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 get it out, all the kids then went to another conversation. Right. Also, I say this on the podcast. I also yeah. mean this probably every third episode. Yeah. Kids are dicks. <laughs> oh, bro. That must brutal. Be rough. Brutal, bro. Yeah. So what I did and other things in class, and when the student, when the teachers would call upon me, I didn't learn how most students uh learn. Mm-hmm. You know, they had one kind of cookie cut then you in South Carolina. You bro. And so they used to call on me, then I get chived, I get jived. So this really just placed me so deep off into myself. Mm-hmm. But deep off into myself was where I found the wonders of the universe, the wonders right. of God, bro. Enormous kind of power. So when I am in those depressed moments, then I had to ask myself, why am I so depressed? But as an individual, I'm in the best position. Right. Then I figured out what ancestral genes were mm-hmm. or ancestral memories that we hold our ancestors' pains. So a lot of things I was feeling and going through was not only my own. Right. It was things that was passed. We're not just past great granddaddy's nose or great grandmama's eyes. Right, right. It's not just the the, the physical traits that you we're had. giving the trauma as well, bro. Trauma as well. Right. In various forms of trauma, which I'm pretty sure we're getting to. So how did I deal with that, bro? I have a very deep spiritual system. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, uh, well, my father comes up out of civil rights, human rights, black revolutionized movement. Uh, him and my mother was Muslims when I was was born. Right. My mother goes back to South Carolina in 1977, gets into Christianity. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, being a Muslim in 77 in South oh, Carolina, come that on, must have been easy. Bro, bro, the only, <laughs> I was the only Muslim kid or Muslim background mm-hmm. in a fully Baptist church in plantation country. The Ku Klux Klan still marched, bro. It's still segregated today. My mother said, don't believe it, son. There is no, uh, it's still segregated. Although right. on the record, they finally, in like 2000, broke up the segregation. So I grew up in it. So the whole point of it is I've always had a spiritual compass. Right. I never imprisoned myself to Islam, Christianity. Uh, I knew that Krishna and Buddha and Muhammad and Isa and Orumilla and any of these great prophetic personalities came with three things in mind. We're spirit, we're love, and we're here to serve. So that's what I've kept inside of myself and that's how i got through the darkest moment i, I see it as the same energy yeah you know energy again energy energy you know so um speaking speaking of prayer i wouldn't say i'm the most religious person i always say i'm recovering catholic yeah <laughs> because <laughs> i am i i i say it uh, all the time too i was never raised with the love of god right i was raised with fear a different way you, to be raised i love you bro so, and it's it, it, heavy right now. You it, it, heavy. <laughs> it, can, it was it's it's what was learned from my grandmother to my mother yes. from, from my grandmother's yes, mother to, yes, like it was yes, just yes. Kept, and from my mother to us now we were taught never to talk about anything we were taught never to process anything out we were taught not to inconvenience anybody with our issues just shove them down you know just shove them down that's a horrible thing to do you know you have to be able to like process some stuff out if not, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna raise your blood pressure. Can drive bro, your in my case, bro. my brain tried to mm. kill me, you know, because of it. It was unchecked high blood pressure. And anyway, so I was in the hospital, and there were prayer groups literally around the world praying for me. It yep, wasn't just powerful. Catholics; it was Christians, it was Muslims, it was 
Jewish speak, people. Speak, it was speak, speak. you name it. People were praying for me. Now I'm not here to say, hey, my God's better than your God. Mm-mm-mm. Now again, what, whatever God you believe in, it's an all-powerful being. Can we really put that in a box and say, Bro, no, 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 it's a dude? No, no, nope. It's a. Oh, white but let me man. share this, Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. It's now scientifically proven what I figured out almost 30 years ago that it doesn't matter what God a person is praying to, they can just the dad on this. Right. They said when a devout mind goes into the state of prayer, it transforms the person completely right. down to the DNA. And they say it didn't matter what God or as in the Buddha and in Hindu uh, ways of life, where you say no Godhead or many Godheads, whatever the case might be, it is the state of belief, stillness, and devotion. That connects one beyond themselves. This has been scientifically proven, uh, bro. And when you say recovering Catholic, you have to remember when I first came into the system. The first ten years it was a guy named Father Dermody, mm-hmm. and uh, he was from Ireland, and my bloodline is from Ireland, and uh, he was the Catholic chaplain, and he initiated me into the ways of Ignatius, Saint Ignatius, which is the father of the Jesuits. And so, just imagine. Uh, He's the one who really told me what my name, Tobias, is. He's the saint of Catholicism. He's the saint of healing and reconciliation. Saint of healing. Yes, sir. There there it is. is. So if you look at the inside of the Apocrypha, he had a dog. Yeah. Really? Come on, bro. Get it. The Apocrypha. I said it. And so Saint Tobias went on a journey for his father. And the angels assisted him. And one of the main angels that assisted him was Raphael. Mm -hmm. The angel or the light or the energy of recovery and healing, and reconciliation, and he had a dog. And so he goes on this journey to help heal people who are in the most perplexing, complex kinds of uh, medical situations and and, and depressions and mental illness, uh, demonic, uh, they say, possessions and all these things. But the whole point of it is, why the first 10 years of my journey, a Catholic priest, a Catholic chaplain, and then, if you really want to know my story, when I wrote the governor to leverage my freedom, mm-hmm. I spoke to him as a Jesuit. And I let him know I know who I am. And I know the power that has been bestowed in me. Right. I know who Yahshua was. I know who St. Ignatius was. And in that knowing, in that belief, released me back into humanity. Right. So I can move forth. So yes, the chronos and... And, and Stella and all the organization, the CEOs from Silicon Valley putting a stamp on me, help him justify before the public that Tobias is a good God. Right. And we forgive him and give him a second chance. It was, off, it was actually two spiritual men. Mm-hmm. And he recognized when I wrote him in that language. So when you say uh, that, brother, we cannot uh, box God. No, no. No, you nobody can. And you yep. feel me? Like, so to ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How arrogant does this sound? No, no, no my God's better than your <laughs> oh, God. Come on, come on, oh, come on. <laughs> so with all of these people from all different walks of life yes. praying for me, it's that same energy. It's that same energy that I believe helped me in my recovery because have, I should be your percentage of to say. The Mauritius effect? Oh, brother, I'm going to have to give you that. Uh, you know, I wrote it in the book that I wrote you and uh, my sister uh, when I was getting out. That's another story. But, uh, there was a, a transcendental meditation. He was real big in meditation. He was like a guru. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to help stop the fighting in Israel. Right. And this was in the 70s. And he said, if I could get 1% of the population to focus 
their heart resonance and the coherence of their brains and minds into one neurological network, we can change the, the, the atmosphere. And it's called the Marishi effect. So he was getting Muslims and Christians and Jews and Buddhists, all the dispatches, 1%, bro. So when you say that, that people around the world are different ways and different lives, bro, that's what a Joseph does, dog. You know what's funny? So Felice and I, we've been meditating for the better part uh, since every day since I've been out of, um, since I've been home from the hospital. We do a new meditation recently. It's our heart meditation. We lay down, we put our hands on our heart, and we're trying to connect our heart and our minds. Because the heart actually has, it's this whole thing. It's this whole thing. (laughs) Bro, this was what I forgot the brother who came up with it. Um, It was one of these guys who was a big director in Hollywood. And uh, he had to show, it's centered around heart math. Mm-hmm. And hard math is the side, you know, being that we were just so big as uh, has Europeanized education has taught us that the brain is everything, the brain is everything, the brain is everything. But now that has been uh, slammed on his face. Right, it's not just the brain. No, they say every thought begins in the heart. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> come on, yeah. sis, come on. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> once I give you all this book, you're going to see how connected we are, bro. We literally, if you remember when I started this podcast, all with this communion with, bro, with, with me and you and the family here, is that we're spirit, bro. Yeah. Just because our physical bodies was wherever y'all lived, whether I was being housed or warehoused, that my spirit is unlimited. Right. It's not imprisoned by time and space. Right. We've been together. There's never a time we wasn't together. That, that, you know what? That there's the connection. You know what yeah, I mean? That's like yeah. how you feel connected with somebody when you yeah, meet them. I don't yeah, know this person. But yeah, like, I feel like I know this person. Yes, forever. Really? <laughs> In consciousness. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag #YouSoRock Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at JoeSoRocks.com/YouSoRock, and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. <laughs> it's funny because, like, all right, so I, I have I have friends, I have family, but I I have made some closest friends i'll ever have in since i've been out of the hospital of course that are in my community of course and it's almost like people who are at war they tend to befriend other people who have been speak war. veterans if veterans they speak the same language so veterans who, bro right people who have had brain injuries we speak the same language you know like people can empathize but no people, people can sympathize not too many people can empathize. empathize so when you actually sit down with somebody who's been through it you're like oh oh like you get it you know what yes, I mean? Yes. Now, on some level, in talking to you, I'm like, oh, you get no, it? It's weird. Bro, it's weird because it's the same kind of feeling that I have when I meet, like, my brain buddies, yes. you know, when I when I connect with them, yes. where it's, like, this deeper connection that I've never had with, like, wait, what do I call them? I call them normies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Which right. is such a beautiful thing, you know? And I think everybody needs that, you know? And you're you're like a facilitator of that. And I think that's a beautiful Brother, thing. Brother, connection. I try to be a facilitator. Connection. I'm going to offer you this. And I often speak, it doesn't matter what panel, that's why I tell Bazan, which is my bro, and you know, he's my business partner, he helped leverage uh, the freedom through words in Cage, and he was the uh, CEO, president of Karma Rescue for a minute. And uh, as we speak, and he, you know, gets me invited to these panels, I said, well, bro, it really don't matter what they want me to talk about, because I'm going to talk about uh, two things, and that's uh, love and what we call service. Mm-hmm. 
Brother, when we are disconnected from each other, we are hurting each other. Right. When I am disconnected from you, I will hurt you. Right. And not even intentionally. But when I'm connected to you, there's nothing I would do not to hurt you. Right. So that intersection of our lives, that bridging, becomes essential. You know, so when you say now we feel like we've been together, brother, once we become aware, then we can tap into unlimited potential. Right. Brother, and that's the kind of love that I bring to the table with you, and that's the kind you bring. Bro, the day when uh, uh, Stella, I keep calling her Felice Stella, uh, Felice, she's coming to go on that trip with us, uh, to Calipatria. Right. You see everybody, you say hi, you see me, you jump out of the car. I don't even know that you even know it. You jump out of the car, I hugged you, and I kissed you, bro. Bro, and then I'm riding the sis. I said, how much does he trust me to give me you and to take you into one of the most dangerous yeah. prisons in the system? You feel me? So when we say, you know, this ain't, you know, this is no talk, bro. I, I, I'm a worrier by nature. Yeah. That's just, yes, you know, yeah, 30 plus yeah. years of my life. Oh, yeah. I told her, I said, yeah, this cat is strong, too. I said, that's what he big, and I'll hug him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, he's, he's strong, too. <laughs> yeah. On the ride back. I was yeah. at ease. Yeah. You know, normally Felice, when she goes to it's like prison, I always get, you know, mm. I get, you get that little thing. Yeah, you should. That little thing that you happens, should. you know. Yeah. I trust in her, but it's it's still a very weird thing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I I was completely at ease and comfortable. And normally I'll check, hey, are you there? Is right. everything okay? You right. doing all right? And I was right. just like, right. yeah, things right. cool. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. I felt very comfortable. You yes. know? And I, I think I thanked you afterwards. I was like, oh, you know, you that, thank you for taking care oh, of her and, and being there. Context check. Our show's producer, Felice, has been volunteering at Lancaster Prison's music program for almost two years. So this next story is referring to that time period. You have to remember, Felice was coming inside of the system. Mm -hmm. And I honored her space and I honored that I promised the administration that there would never be no over-familiarity right. between me and her. This is a person that I love, bro. This is my sister. This is my friend. I, hey, I got to tell you, I wanted those. I wanted to break those rules all the time, bro. So just <laughs> to see her there coming in, you know, I've always just come and speak, or wave through the window, and then for her, uh, for us to be on the street, brother. I didn't chase you on social media. I didn't ask nobody for your number. Why? Because what it called, uh, I believe he called it spookiness at a distance. Einstein, mm -hmm. quantum entanglement. Right. If we're connected, how we say we are connected. It's impossible for me to move without y'all moving. Right. It's impossible for y'all to, to, to be navigating this great universe that we're spinning in and the metaverse that it is spinning in without us coming into alignment. Joseph, the story, the narrative, all stars come into alignment. Context check. This next story refers to a few weeks before the airing of this episode, when Felice traveled with Tobias and Jeff, Ray and Dr. Roy from a nonprofit called Words Uncaged to visit Calipatria Prison. So while we're packed up in the back of Ray's going to, to Calipatria, and I looked at her, and I looked at Jeff Stein, I looked at Ray and Roy. I said, see? See? You know, you don't have to break no rules. You don't have to undermine anything. You don't have to move in that fear. When right. you're talking about fearing God. Right. I never believed in fearing God. Me and my bro said, we didn't do it for the gain of heaven. We didn't do it to try to get away from hell. We just wanted to be nearer to God. Right. So we had a group of men who entered the penal system. All we wanted was proximity. Mm. Here, let's run. 
So if nearness to God keeps me out of hell, right. and nearness to God puts me in heaven, so let me just keep drawing near. And we figured that was through love, bro, through smiles and through strong hugs and telling men that we love them. Right. And not being afraid, not being ashamed, bro, and doing it with a sense of urgency. Right. You know how many men have told me, thousands have told me, my father never hugged me with you. I said, that's the problem. That is the problem. If you look at me, brother, I'm kind of like a strong dude. So, man, you can't even get away from this. Uh, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Then I add that kiss on him there trying to. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I'm assaulting you with love. Um, man, <laughs> then they melt in my arms. And these men are very appreciative today. And not only are they appreciative to me, but I'm appreciative to them. Right. For giving me the opportunity to love. It's hard. It, it's hard to accept that, especially being brought up a certain way. Yes. Be, being harmed oh, yeah. most Come of on. the time. Come on. It's hard to open up. It's hard to be to feel safe in that position. E- even today, I, again, I was raised by all women. Yes. I'm, um, I might be working on new therapists right. right now. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I don't think I could talk to a dude. Right. I don't mean, I, I, oh. I don't think, because I, I'll put up that front. Most guys do it. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I don't want to seem weak bro. in front of that. But again, a horrible way that it, that's just in me right now. I know I have to break past it. I just haven't yet. Bro, well, you're going to break past it. I'm going to enjoy it. I've been around me in 30 years, right? So, we you know, we all packed in the back of uh, Ray's uh, Jeep. And so, uh, uh, Felice is like, oh, I apologize. We all apologize. I said, Felice, I've been packed in vans, cargo ships, stuffed up on the buses with six, eight skinheads and whoop. Having you all pressed <laughs> is a blessing. So what I'm saying wow. is a lot of times uh, with us, especially coming out, we have too much masculinity, too much testosterone. Yeah, yeah. And toxic. so we need toxic levels. And when you talk about brain injuries, yes, a lot of us have not been shot in the head or maybe beaten in the head. The concepts that we have taken on has injured our brain. Absolutely. Without question. Bro, so that's where your bro will be looking at. So that's how I can identify and the same rewiring it takes for a person with a literal physical brain injury, mm-hmm. it's the same process for it, us. It really is. Oh, bro, I'm with really, you. know what's funny? So one of my closest friends now is a habit coach in Canada. I love She's it. She's a, a young stroke survivor, and she's talking about changing habits. She's like, anybody can change habits by doing That's true. things. That's true. She's working on a book. She is phenomenal. I might actually put her in contact with you. Yeah, you know, I think it would be great because yeah, I really yeah. believe in what she does, and she's actually helping me break some old habits. I said one of the, the main habits that I hate that survivors have in any any type of survivor, tell people you're okay. Come on. Why? why? Right. You know, no matter who asks me, no matter how crazy a day it is, hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm not. I'm broken. I'm struggling right now. But yeah, yeah everything's good. Why do we? Why? I'm not. Now, I'm not saying unload. No. Well, no. this is what's going on and, and no. physical health and mental no. family. I'm no. not saying that. No. But why right. can't the answer be, yes. man, it's a rough day, but I'm working on it. Brother, cognitive dissonance, I call it, so call it neuron dissonance. When you speak out of your mouth what your deeper self is in conflict with, right. you worsen your state. Bro, so I'm not going to leave a goal because you asked kind of. I, I don't think anybody feels good lying about how they're feeling. You know, mm. it might, you might save face, but afterwards it weighs on you even more because oh, I, I, I had an interaction with whoever it was. Why do I feel worse for it? You shouldn't on, feel worse on, after any interaction. You should feel better, you know? So I just think changing the way that we think about that, breaking that habit, habit. is essential. Habit. Oh, brother, when you speak on habits, and that's where the smiling came in at. Right. I wanted to make it a habit of smiling mm-hmm. for years and not smiling because I wasn't smiling because of the way I felt about myself. 
I feel that. Brother, so now that I feel different about myself, I'm going to smile. And I'm going to radiate the energy of how I truly feel. So when it came to hug, I'm in a, a system where violence is the currency. Right. So let me do the opposite mm-hmm. of what you want to do. So you want to be like a barbarian, just beat each other with knuckles and, and metal. I said, since disconnection is what you want, I'm going to give you connection. So it's really the cure is in the opposite. Right. So when you, when you say creating positive habits, brother, I make it a habit of being punctual. Mm-hmm. Being on point. Punctual means to be on point on time. I have a, a habit of having an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, bro, these are certain things. It doesn't matter if I understand the digital world, I understand accounting or banking or things that I've been taken away from for 30 years strategically. Right. But every employer enjoys when you're at work early. Absolutely. You come with a grateful attitude. Right, you're there with a big smile. Oh, with a big smile. And a hug if he or she allows you. Right. So these are the habits that I seek to take on. When I'm with you, I'm with you, bro. Right. Right now, I'm I'm not even remembering I'm on a podcast. (laughs) Just conversation. (laughs) You feel? Just conversation. Just conversation, That's why I don't like writing down questions. Presence, brother. (laughs) Presence. Presence. That's a habit, bro. In the habit of presence and mindfulness, bro. Mindfulness is great. You know what's what's really mm. helpful for me? Perspective. Mm. When I fit, when I realized mm-hmm. perspective, when that came in, mm-hmm. everything changed. Everything changed because really easily, oh woe is me. You can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh woe is me. Mm-hmm. Who's that helping? Is that Come doing on, anything? No, no. It's not. Now I'm not. Everybody feels their own thing. Right. Everybody deals with things their own way. Right. But right. you can look at their situation and be like, wow, it could be 10 times worse for me. Even if they're dealing with it. Like, right, 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 or right. Even if they're like, everything is the worst and it doesn't right. seem like a big deal. Right. Like, just look at other stories. I have a stroke survivor friend, one of my really good friends in Australia. She's never known the, the feeling on her left side. She right. had a pediatric stroke. Mm. She is an incredible artist. Speak. Like, I wake up some days and I'm like, I don't know if I can keep pushing forward. But then I think about, wow, you know, Noreen is just incredible. What am I complaining about? Speak, bro. Early on in my recovery, when I started to become a little bit more coherent, I remember um, there's a, a buddy of mine in Canada, and he, again, he has left side deficits. He, he struggles putting on his sweatshirt. He put a video on, it's like two minutes, of him just putting on a sweatshirt and zippering it up. It was a process. Yes. And he kept on falling out of his right. hand that he had issues with. and. After two minutes, he put it on. He just looked in the camera. He's like, you know, some days it's easier than others. Come on, come on. I was in tears. And I'm like, why why am I complaining? Brother, draw. you just said something, right? Even with the wall, let's go back to something that we said about electromagnetic energy. And you know that colors are emotional. They're energetic. You know, they're informational. So woe is me has a place in us. Right. It has a place. We have to feel woe. You you do. Just don't say that. Oh, bro. And... I felt that in various times, but I'm geared a certain way. My wall turns to being anger. Mm-hmm. So anger is just there to activate us. There's a problem. Now, what do you want to do about the problem? Right. And one thing I noticed, you have to remember, I left society at 20. Mm-hmm. My pubescence is about to fire up. I'm right. in the desert. bro. I'm in the desert, two, three, uh, 125 degrees on average. Oh no God. wind. Bro, no fans, no sparkling water or ice. This is inhumane. You feel me? So once I figured out whatever I believe the system has taken away from me, I figured out once I died to what was me, I become still that rest you said that the brain needs. Not only the brain needs, the DNA needs. Right. 
once I became in tune with that, then the universe became my limbs. Oh, bro, and once the universe becomes your limbs, oh, they can take my voice. But Felice and Joseph hears me. Oh, they can take my eyes. I can't see past the yard, but the universe becomes my eyes. Right. So wherever my case was that they tried to hide or destroy, oh, I see it now. My heart. They tried to say I was heartless, bro, incorrigible. No good in me, bro. Right. The human heart is the most powerful thing. The only thing second to that is the human voice. Thus the universe, the sun spoke for me. The wind spoke for me. The wind used to blow by my lips and said, put a prayer upon me, and I would take it to the person that you need. That's why I never got caught with a cell phone, bro, right. in prison, which is a life sentence. I was using the wind. I was using the sun. I was using the moon. So once you're cut off for certain things physically, there's a whole universe and metaverse and God in you attributes and qualities that it opens you up to in the old martial arts movies, and I'll be quiet. The great martial artist will cut off a limb, and when that other limb becomes more powerful, right. then he'll cut another limb, then his feet becomes lightning fast. There was something to that. Right. It's all energy, bro. I'll tell you what's really funny. Come you said on, the man. two most powerful things, the heart and your voice. Oh, you, yeah. speak with, you speak from the heart, so that's mm. what makes you so powerful. Thank you, bro. You know? And I love that. Mm. I love that. I'm so, I'm so happy. Right now, you know what I mean? Like oh, just, I just see it in your face, these, bro. I these, see it in your beautiful This conversation face. right here, it brings me so much joy. You know, I grew up angry mm. because oh, I, I didn't, I didn't have the the love that I think oh, I needed. You know, now state. I can't blame, I can't blame my mom. She yeah. raised three kids all on her own. Yes. You know, she literally yes. did the best that she could. My sisters, my older sisters, they blame her for a lot of stuff. Right. Like, put yourself in her position. She, like, right. we got here. She, she was amazing. I was a little resentful at a time at a time, but you know, that turned into anger, but I didn't really know how to process stuff because again, being recovering Catholic, don't talk about it. No. Shove it down. Shove it. You know? So I, I, I love that I actually have a voice now and I can say, Hey, Tobias, my friend, I love you. I'm yeah. so happy that you're here yes, and I'm so brother. happy that we're having yes. this conversation, yes. you know? Oh brother, what's very important about our relationship and everything is relationships mm -hmm. is that we both know we're hurting. Right. And we both know, that we're ill. And we both know that we're broken. Right. And we both know about being disassociated. We know about night terrors. We know about PTSD, post-traumatic stress, as they call it. And we know that every second that we're not suffering from those things is a blessing. Mm -hmm. So that gives us an advantage. It does. It absolutely does. That gives us an advantage in life. I come into the situation, every situation, I tell people I'm not fully healed. They think I'm joking. Oh, Tobias, woo, 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 woo. I said, no, don't underestimate what I said. Don't minimize what I said. You know, this is my divinity holding me up. This is my divinity speaking through me. If not, brother, what do, why do you think a person be doing this right here, brother? 30 years of incarceration. Right. It's the middle of the summer. I'm sitting here waiting for you, Felice, and Stella. Okay, brother, I've been on nine months, and I've made, made maybe 300 bucks with stipends. I'm talking nine months. Brother, I do this because this is what heals me. Right. This is what gives me connection. And, and it's giving back. Oh. You know, so I, that's how I, for, for me, what, mm. what, I, what I do with the podcast and speaking with the community, my, my support group, blogs, everything that I do is to help my community. It's bigger than me. Really? I, that's, that's honestly, it. almost every day, that's, it. that's what gets, that's what keeps me going. That's it. Bro. Where I know it's not me. It's bigger yes. than me. I did the, the episode where I talked about my PTSD and situation. 
I don't want to do that. Right. I, right, right. I, we talked about it for months. Right. We, when I was going to record it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it this day and blah, blah, blah. She set up the microphone in, in the little neural nook where I record. Yes. Early in the morning. I didn't start to record until after midnight. Brother, when you just said that, what, what is our purpose? You feel me? I ask myself that all the time. I figured it out for me. Brother. <laughs> and and it's, it's just one of my, my, my partners. Uh, he does workshops on this. And I, I, I have a tendency to believe this. He said, all of our purposes is the same, but we all exercise our purpose differently. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He said, and I do believe, our purpose here is to serve each other in humanity, to serve the earth, to, to give good in all that we do. Right. How I give good, you know, Felice has a, a singing voice. You know, I sing. I make a joyful noise like my mama. My mama says, son, God didn't say you have to sound good. He said, just be joyful. I said, do your stuff, mama. <laughs> you feel me? So the whole point of what I'm saying here, we all have different talents and skills and the way that we give. But our purpose is in the giving, bro. Right. You feel it's me? It's such a beautiful thing. I, I've never felt better in life than helping others. I really feel that that's my purpose. That's the reason why I survive. Again, mm. I'm, I'm less than one in four the type of stroke I have. I shouldn't be here. And I especially shouldn't be as functional as I am. I think I'm here to help others. And everything that I'm doing, it, it's, it blows my mind when people reach out to me and they're like, thank you. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just an idiot on a microphone. Yeah, they're like, yeah. no, thanks for doing this. Let me know that I'm not alone. Come on, you know? bro. And now even sharing some of my story when I did the, the podcast talking about my PTSD, I didn't want to do it. It was a lot. I have a voice. I have a voice. And once I released that, I thought it was going to be amazing. I thought it was, I was going to be better. I thought it was just going to be awesome. And I'm just going to be like, I, I feel so much better. I didn't. Bro, I felt worse. Bro, bro, bro. For bro. a few days until <laughs> I started hearing back from people yes. that were saying, thank you. Yes. This yes. happened to me, bro, and that happened to me, and I didn't do this, and I couldn't do this, and I was like, I, I, I have now a responsibility, because it's, it's not just me; it's much bigger than me. I, I have to do this for the community, for the people who don't have a voice, for this the people is what it's who about. don't have a platform. This is what it's know? about. I'm gonna offer you this: I believe circumstances and situations avail to the greater reality that is taking place. So it wasn't about the ailment or the illness or anything that you felt that happened to you in your brain. That was just a veil to get you to the point in your life which you need to go to. You, you know, you, you can look at it that way. Bro, what, everything bro, happened to get me to this brother, point right here. It wasn't about me doing 30 years of incarceration. That was just a rite of passage for me you to get here today. I'm off your word, right? And, you know, since we're in a society which is driven by physical money or the procurement or the slave of money, uh, I was out maybe like uh, not even 30 days. And uh, Chris Saka, me and Chris was uh, riding in his Tesla and his car is driving by itself. People don't know who Chris Saka is. Look him up. He was like a billionaire, 30 years old. I didn't know what Uber was. I didn't even know what Twitter <laughs> was when I met him. Uh, uh, Shark Tank, I never seen it. Just two men just loving on each other and agreeing. And he got up and said his speech. He said, I believe I met Malcolm Luther, uh, Martin Luther King today. I believe, well, he said, in energy. He's speaking right. about energy. I'm like, oh, damn, that's, that's beautiful. You know, who the hell are you talking about? He said, I met Tobias. I'm going to take his energy to my wife. So I said, okay, yeah, you know, so what? You know, this is apparently somebody big in that world. I'm still in prison. So when I get out, he hears I'm out. He comes to pick me up. When he comes to pick me up, 
Uh, me and him had some real intimate moments, man, where we're talking about our lives. But it got to the point where he takes me to my parole office. I had to go talk to my parole officer. He has, the he has to use the restroom, so we're in Denny's. And he's looking at me, and he says, Tobias, don't underestimate your wealth. What he's saying is, before you shot me or ask me this or that, if that's on your mind, I don't believe you have not taken the time to think about what you've done. When you're talking about the percentage, one through four, and you being here, he told me, do you know the percentage of people who come out of an LWAP? Life without the possibility of parole. Y'all think I'm 1% of Americans' wealth or the earth's wealth. You're less than 1% of the people. So you're more powerful than me. He said, your power is in love. I come to an institution. They're telling me that Tobias is not here, but he's on the street. He said, your love is the wealth and not my riches or fame. Right. And when he told me that, it helped me put this part of my life in perspective. If he probably wouldn't have told me that, then I probably would have gotten a rat race and gave up my true wealth. Right. It's love. He said, you have nothing to offer anyone but smiles, hugs, and love. So this is pure and it's true when you meet people. When people see me and they're hugging me, would you, would you want a house, a car, a million dollars, a billion dollars? He said, in when, and this is on film, if, uh, ask Art and uh, Scott Buggin. I'm hugging the top men from uh, Silicon Valley, the CEOs. And they're getting in line. Uh, Javier, one of my business partners and friends, said, Tobias is a hugger. And I'm hugging the CEOs of all these big companies. And they said, thank you for hugging me. And I'm looking at understanding, and they're saying, I don't know if my wife's genuine hug is genuine. Oh. My children my colleagues, my pastor, my cleric, my guru. But I come to prison and a man who does not know nothing about none of us is solely hugging us genuinely because we deserve to be hugged. So, bro, when you say what you said, this is what is, you know, none of this is script. We just turned this on and we're doing it. So this is what you're provoking in me to tell these stories. And I don't throw out names and people like that just arbitrarily. But whatever you strike in me, whatever chord you strike in me, I'm I'm, I'm offer it freely, brother. That's 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 why I, I love this platform. That's why I like to do it this way. Yeah, you know? We just yeah. sit back here. We have a, a beautiful conversation. Beautiful. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. There's one thing that always stuck with me is because um, people like that people in certain positions. Do you know if you have friends? Speak. Or if they're just people that are trying to get something out of you. Speak. You, know? you, you look at people that treat people well that don't have to treat those people well. You know what Speak, I mean? Bro. Like if, if you're, you're on tops and you're treating somebody who brings you your car nice, hey, how you doing? Speak. It's amazing. You know, it's a reflection of you as a person as opposed bro. to like, oh, I don't even need to make eye contact with you because you're insignificant. No. We're all people no matter what we do. Brother, I was at housing work this weekend. And I, as I said, and I, I like to get placed early. Before the facade takes place, not saying the House of Worth is a place of facade and right. costumes and adornment, but you know they do sell art for hundred thousands of dollars a right. piece. That's so, a, that's a different energy of the people. Brother, there. thank you. So that's my point. <laughs> I love housing and worth. These are my folks that give me opportunity. But the whole point is, I go around and thank all the security guards, right. all the maids, and I can say them by name. 
Rashad and, 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 and I gotta tell you, and all I these guarantee people. you, the, they're so appreciative of that, you know, brother. And every time they see me, and I tell them I recognize you, I see you. But you are what makes this click. You're right. what's holding this up. It, again, no, nobody does anything by themselves. Never. Nobody. Never. There's, there. It's, it's this whole big giant system, and we're mm. all part of it. You know, That's we, true. we, we gotta love one, one another. You know? That's it. And, and most of all, I think it should be on shirts. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> Just be cool. Just be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you and Felice are yes. going to be doing something special. Yes. You guys are working on something oh, beautiful. Yes, sir. A, a dog program. Yeah. To yeah. help with people yes. like me, yes. children. Yes. Um. So I go through to occupa- occupational therapy, which is wrapping up really soon, which I'm going to be really, really sad at. Mm. Sad about because my right. occupational therapist has been everything in my recovery right. she's been right. my therapist she's been like my, my crazy therapist she's been my my occupation she's been she's been everything she's been incredible so i'm gonna be really really sad to um not see her weekly but every so over the past couple of years i've been going there with stella right she deals with a lot of autistic children mm. and the kids have kind of grown up a little bit and gone through therapy with stella right there at the beginning you see the interactions are, are strange or fearful or awkward and over over a few months they get better. There was a little girl in particular, and she was really weird. She would kind of poke Stella in the eye, mm. try to like deal with her. And after a few months, she'd like open palm, petting her calmly, and it was beautiful to see. And all of them constantly asked, "Well, how do how do we get a, a dog like that? Like, how does it work? What's the process? How amazing would it be for a dog like Stella to find a home with a child like that and help them along their way?" Um, bro, I'm with you. Um, you know, one component of what we're doing with bridging uh, through bars, bridging, bridging itself. And, you know, when we come up, you know, me and Felice, you know, we brainstorming with our bro, Jeff, and I said, sis, this is stop, you know, because she, she's business-minded. She's in the corporate, because that's her responsibility. Mine is just to think and to be creative and, and to just be, right? you know, so I feel like I got the easy part. Hey, and that's a beautiful way to be. It really, bro, those, those to are be goals. like a bee and <laughs> just, just tasting of the sweetness, but bridging. Just think about that before we say through bars. Right. Bridging is connection. When a silver engineer creates a bridge, there's an obstacle or some kind of border or something that needs to be elevated and taken to a next level. Right. So, and we look at Stella, for instance. And right now I have two pit bulls named Breezy and Tank. And my bro, he went to, to jail on a false charge. I adopt them. Uh, and now, but we have Uncle Ronnie. Um, my woman's name is Stephanie, and she takes care of her 84-year-old uncle. He was a computer scientist, three strokes, so he cannot speak. And I see how Tank and Breezy and our little bitty Chihuahua type, uh, uh, a loss, is transforming his life. Right. You feel me, bro? Amazing. Come on, come on. We have one little Shih Tzu uh, and two so-called Terrier pit bulls. Bro. The most loving dogs. Brother, brother, this man went from being 300 pounds to 150. Oh, wow. He's been from being a linguist to can't even get out three or four words. So when you talk about bridging, right. brother, through bars, what form of incarceration are we suffering from? On a deeper note, what form of imprisonment are we suffering from? And what kind of bridge are we going to bring to connect others to? So we have the canine. They're reutilizing our friends here. And whatever love and care that me and you have been speaking on, 
for the last, you know, hour, hour and a half, two hours. We are investing those into those those beans. It's, it's beautiful. So it, offering it's it to people all the way around. It's beautiful. It's beautiful for the people that are training the dogs. Yes. It's beautiful for the dogs. Yes. The dogs are going to get a forever home. Yes. It's beautiful for the home that they're going to. Yes. The children, the adults, the, yes. the ill, the yes. people that they're going to help. It's, yes. it's building families. Building. You know? So just so that the listeners know what we're talking about, we're creating a organ, an organization, a nonprofit called Bridging Through Bars. So that's what Tobias was referring to. And we are going to create a program that trains service animals for people, including children with invisible disabilities like autism, uh, seizures, PTSD like Joe, um, stroke, other disabilities that have, you know, are brought on by, you know, the repercussions of a stroke or some sort of brain injury. So just to give a little insight as to what they're talking about right now. That, okay. that would have been a really long fact check. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm really excited to see it because I understand firsthand the effect Cell's had on my life. She's changed my life. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I see it, brother. I don't know where I'd be without my dog. Oh, man. She's given a huge part of my life back. She's made our, like, our house a home. Yeah. You know? She, yeah. She's she's family. Yeah. You know, and she's also really pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she knows it, too. Oh, yeah, she really she, does. oh yeah, she does. Yeah, she yeah, does. She, she really does. So, I mean, I, I think it's beautiful that you're now working on these programs that are giving back. Yeah. You know, that's kind of all I want to do. I came so close to not being here and all i want to do is help others you know because it took 39 years of my life to figure out i wasn't living for 39 years i've only been living so my my stroke anniversary is coming up it'll be august 4th Mm, three years so those those three years have been the best three years of my life they haven't been easy that's right but they've been the best years of my life because I've actually lived more life in these three years than I did the Speak. 39 prior. Oh, you know? brother, brother. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing. And even you, you're out here right now having, forget it, that's a, that's amazing. So <laughs> Tobias has a, a hat of me being a, a Super Mario Brothers nerd. It's a, it's a one-up mushroom, the green yeah, one. Super yeah, Mario, it says yeah. get a life. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and even you, you were unfortunately stuck. Yeah. For, for years. Being told when to go to bed. Oh, when brother. To now you it's you said it's been nine months oh nine months bro. nine months it, this is living yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i hope, I I hope it feels that way oh it does it does when, when when you said it yes you are coming back from this brain injury due to a stroke right right but we've come to the same conclusions mm-hmm. even when they they being the the forensic psychologist that came up with the narrative they said that our brains were broken. Bro. Right. That we have damaged neurology. Come on. This is ridiculous. Bro. And we had a whole country and world buying to it, right? Mass incarceration was built upon this narrative. People know the chances of me being here. We share that. Right. We share that. that that's a common narrative. So now that we are here and we have beat the odds, per se, then what are we going to do with every moment, bro? Live it. Live, Live it. it. So uh, we Live talked it. about purpose. You know, my purpose, I think, is to help others along the way. Is for me personally to live and grow every day, if I possibly can, and help as many people along the way. Not That's go through, it. like, some of the things that I've gone through. Make it easier for them, you know? Um, I think it's such a beautiful thing about my community, too, because all we want to do is help. That's right. All we want to do is help. And I think that's what we should be doing. 
right? Yes. You know, yes, as sir. a people, as a culture, like as a, <laughs> we're all just people. Mm. Stella wants some love over here. Yeah, I'm Stella Blue. Oh, you're gonna knock down some wires, girl. Stella, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say, Pro Tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tool. Yay. Yay. Yeah, bro, I'm going to say this too. It's all about resiliency. You know, at the end of the day, we're resilient people. Yeah. Whether you've endured 30 years of incarceration, three years of a possibly fatal uh, brain injury. Brother, we're not even going to speak on the spiritual or in consciousness. We're just talking on DNA. RNA is designed, bro, for us to transform our lives and ourselves and our environments and those around us. That's how human beings, that's our experience. Right. We, <laughs> we, so what happened to you? Again, we talked about like throwing pity parties and, and, and being upset and being mm. bitter. No, no, no. I talked to a lot of stroke survivors and they get, some of them are really angry. Mm. Very angry. Yes. I understand it, but you live. You're here. You're like, you're, and oh, yeah, I miss being the way that I was. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not there anymore. You're a mm, new you. Yes. You're a better version of yourself. Speak. Yeah, you might not be able to do certain things, but you've evolved mentally, spiritually, Speak. emotionally, Speak, you know? Bro. So what happened to you is unfortunate. What happened to mm. me is unfortunate, mm. but it happened to us because we can handle it. That's why we're here Speak, today, yes, you know, together yes, sharing yes. this beautiful moment, you know, and going dark. Who's helped me out a lot? I'll never forget, forget it. My co-host, who, who isn't here. Lauren, I was going through some stuff. Whenever I feel like I'm reverting, I have like some brain stuff. I'll go really dark. I'm an idiot. Everything sucks. I don't understand. And I get really, really mad. So I was having some brain stuff. I was really, really down on myself. And she, she was talking to me and she was like, okay, have a pity party for yourself. Mm. Be upset, be angry and let it go. She was like, do that tonight. Tomorrow it's going to be this, going to be that. And I was like, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, I guess I'll be upset. But I got immediately, I was like, yeah, 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 I I feel, I feel a little bit better. So I'm like really thankful to to her for Felice, for, for everybody bringing me back from those dark times. Because very easily we can go dark. Very easy. The thing is, don't stay there. Let's just not stay there. You know, for you, you could have gone dark and just stayed there. You would still be in the dark. Yeah, that's true. No, 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 no. You think you're correct. And the power of what you just said is connection. It comes back. It doesn't matter what part of the podcast someone listens to, to our, to win where we close. It's going to be about connection, bro. Right. And every day that I was able to step out of that cell and knew that 10, 20, 100, and remember the Maharishi effect. Mm-hmm. I believe that 1%, I know 1%. A thousand people on the yard, I was going to get 1% to believe in what I was saying. Right. And every yard that I went on, I was able to transfer the yard and to the point I was able to transfer the whole penal system to a certain form of consciousness that allowed me and my whole crew of men to be out on the street right now. Right. Unheard of. It, it really is. Bro, and for, and, and Felice seen it with her own eyes. For me to go to a institution in which I did not know nothing was going on. The man asked me to go to one yard. Then he said, would you please go to two? Felice said, I wouldn't even tell the story if somebody wasn't here to verify it. I am tired. I am drained. And then from there, go into the warden's office and to be offered a chance in which is unheard of in penal history. And I will just leave that there. Brother, that goes on to the power of connectivity. Right. The power 
of the strength and unity. Right. Bro, the many days in which I could have been my darkest self, mm -hmm. I knew when I came out to that yard, the people who I invested in was the one holding me up. There was Crips, there was Bloods, there was Mexican Mafia, there was skinheads, there was officers, there was male, there was female, there was queer, there was Muslims, there were Jews, there were Hindu. Brother, it took everyone to hold me up to be here today. Because we're, you mentioned Come on. Come on. a variety of people. Yes. We're all people. No matter what we are. Come on. You know, some people have been nicer than others. Yes. But we're all people. Yes, it doesn't brother. matter. All that other stuff. None of that. None of, that none of it. None it of it, matter. brother. We're just all people. And it brought you here. here. You know, uh, you being yes. an amazing, positive, spiritual light. Please, thank you. Brother. In your community, in our community. That's what I'm trying to be for mine. That's right. You know, I, I'm trying to be a, a, a beacon. I'm trying to be um, a, a pillar in my yes, community to yes, show, yes, hey, yes, yes, there, yes. there's there's life after this. Come this on. isn't the end of your life. It's the beginning. No, it's the beginning. You know? And right now, it's been nine months. This is the beginning of like your a new new step, a new phase in your life. Just like me, three years, three years down, I'm on to a new phase in my life, in my recovery. Come on, it's bro. It's such a beautiful thing. And everything that's happened in our lives brought us here. That's true. You know, it, that's true. I cannot be happier to have had this conversation with you. I appreciate here. you, bro. I cannot. Right here, right here. I can't express to you what Stella's done mm. for me. Mm. For our mm. life, how much it, it it means to me, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I never had the the most beautiful smile, but I always smiled. Yeah, always felt beautiful. Like, yeah. Know, yeah, I always I would tell people too before I had a better smile because yeah. I have a much better smile now. Yeah. I was like, yeah. the smile's not pretty, but I can't help but do it. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm so happy you're yeah. you're thank you, here. bro. I appreciate it. We've been connected since we met. Yes, sir. And I, it means the world to me I to be sitting here across yeah. from you. Yeah. And I'm so proud and honored to be able to have this conversation with you, oh, thank you and to bro. consider you and to bring you into my family. Oh, that's Tobias, right. my friend, you, you are family. I know, brother. You know, and, I, and I love brother. you with every fiber of my brother. Yeah, I know that, brother. And I'm, I'm so happy for you and what you're going to be able to do, not just for, for yourself. I think that's amazing. In itself, right. But how many people you're going to be able to help with the program that you and Felice are putting on. Yes. yes. The lives that you're going to change. Yes. I, I'm... I'm blown away. I'm so happy. And it warms it, my whole dead heart. Oh, brother. <laughs> I feel it, brother. And the power was going on when you're talking about darkness and energy. As we're talking inside of our office, uh, the office space, two of the brothers, which were my cellies from behind the wall, these men are on foot traveling, and they've traveled to the door in this moment. And you just asked, as you just asking, bro, how did you survive those darkest moments? Now, I'm talking about the men who are around what are the chances? You know, these men don't even physically know that I'm here. Right. You know, for them, too, to come up and look inside the door and see us doing this. Come on, bro. This is powerful. It's a beautiful like, world we live, live in, yes, isn't it? it yes, hey, it it's, it's not perfect. Yes. But it's beautiful. And it's all No matter what. Well. And with people like you and your energy and, Appreciate your you. and what you do, you're making a much more beautiful place. Oh, brother, I just thank you. Uh, thank your family, brother. Thank all of our, our listeners, brother that uh, we can connect on great and spiritual levels, man. Be bold enough to love. That's all I said. Just be bold enough to love, bro. <laughs> be bold enough to love. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which NeuroJedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, 
then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. So I, I'm going to ask you what your, your, your nerdum is. So like everybody has a nerdum. Mine is obviously comic books, like uh, Star Wars. Uh, I'm a superhero nerd for sure. Some people, you know, uh, one of the Stromies, a friend of the of, of the shows, uh, her nerdum is fitness. She really likes fitness. Some people, I'm a music nerd. So everybody has a nerdum. Oh, I, hey, you're an energy nerd too. Oh, well, yeah. Spiritual nerd. No, yeah, it could be a spiritual nerd. It could be the word nerd. Love nerd, but actually mythology. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, psychomythology, uh, drawing psychology out of mythological tales. That was the means which I escaped. Beautiful. Yeah. So if I'm a, uh, my nerdum would be uh, psycho spiritual travel into mythology. Oh, love it. See, we're all nerds in our own way. <laughs> it is. If you just look at Felice, that's just a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, Tobias. I, my brother, my friend, I'm so happy to have done this here with him. Wrapping up this beautiful conversation with him. Follow me at Joso Rocks everywhere. Follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. Follow us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere. If you want to know more about Words Uncaged, go to at Words Uncaged on Instagram and on Facebook and wordsuncaged.com. It's a beautiful thing. Do you have anything for us to follow? Follow the light and you shall find me. Boom. Boom. That's what you need to do. Follow that light. And on that beautiful, incredible note, this neural nerd is out. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.